Welcome to the Flockcast. I am your host, Amanda Parks. I am an ACE certified health coach, an ACE certified personal trainer, a behavior change specialist, a fitness nutrition specialist, a run coach, owner of FitFlock LLC in Chestertown, Maryland, and owner of the Golden Flock. Welcome and thank you for joining me. Today, I want to talk about cognitive distortions. You know what I mean? That voice in your head that's telling you everything and how sometimes it's telling you things that are pretty distorted. There are actually six types of cognitive distortions. First one, jumping to conclusions. Have you guys ever jumped to a conclusion Like you have that friend that always shows up late and you've got plans with them and you pull into the parking lot and you don't see them and you're like, I know they're going to be late. They're always late. They're not going to, probably not even show. They're going to be so late. So that that would be jumping to conclusions or, um, I, I know this person's going to feel like this that way because I just know. Jumping to conclusions. That's that's the first one we do. Uh, second one we do. All or nothing thinking. I have to eat so perfect. Everything has to be a real organic food. And the second I eat a cookie, uh, I've screwed up. I I'm going to eat the whole bag now because I messed up. And I ate something that I didn't intend on eating. And now, oh. All bets are off. I'm eating these cookies. Uh, try again next Monday. So that's all or nothing. I got to do it perfect. Everything must be done just as I planned or I throw my hands up and quit. That's number two. Number three, overgeneralizing. Such as nothing good ever happens to me. It's super general. Like nothing good ever happens to you. Um... Or, oh, the weather's always awful. Or just even with exercising, I, I can't lose any weight. Overgeneralizing, just very vague, no quantifying measures. Overgeneralizing, that's number three. Number four, magnification or minimization. So magnifying... Um, I have to have a few drinks after work because that is the only way I can deal with all this stress. I have to. There's no other way. Or I've had diabetes and high blood pressure for years and I feel fine. So I don't think anything is really wrong. I I feel okay and so I'm just going to let this ride. So that would be minimizing. Number five personalization and blaming. Now, sometimes we do this to ourselves. This is all my fault or this is all your fault. Oh, this is always my spouse's fault. God, they did this. Oh, they did this to me. Oh, they're, or why did I do this? Or why can't I do anything right? So the blame game. And number six, and this is one, whoo, I feel like this one has really just 
everywhere. Labeling. Boy, labels. My gracious. I don't know that I've ever seen so many people labeled, so many things labeled, uh, keeping it somewhat gentle. Food. This is a bad food. This is a good food. Um, that person's left wing. That's a right wing. Or they have worse terms they use for each other. Um, pro-vaccine, the anti-vaxxers. Uh, I mean, there's just so many ways that people and things get labeled. It's, it's kind of surreal to me. It's and quick. We're quick to use the first one, jumping to conclusions and then throw a label on somebody or something real quick. Um, so those are the six types of cognitive distortions that are floating around in, I'm no saint, in my head, in your head, in probably all of our heads from time to time. And my intention with this podcast is to make you aware that those, those are the six types of cognitive distortions. We are quick to figure things out. Like we know what's happening. Oh, this always happens. Therefore, I can expect X, Y, Z. Uh, so becoming aware, why do I jump to conclusions? Why do I have this all or nothing thinking? Why am I overgeneralizing? Why am I labeling everything? Why am I minimizing my health or maximizing, um, the need to self-medicate with different things? Why am I blaming myself for something out of my control? Or why am I blaming others for things maybe they couldn't control? So awareness, what's the trigger? What's causing this? Are we not sleeping? We're not getting enough sleep. We're not getting good nutrition in our bodies. Are we not exercising regularly to de-stress? So first becoming aware that you're having this distortion. Something that I hear a lot as a health coach and a personal trainer is the I can't lose weight. No, I've tried everything. Now, that would be an overgeneralizing magnification. I've tried everything, 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 and I can't lose weight. Um, and if we step back just from that, I've tried everything and I can't lose weight. Is that a fact? Like, is it possible that you've tried absolutely everything in this world? I and mean, there is... Whew, endless things. That's that's not possible. So that's that's a distortion. I've tried everything and I can't lose weight. We need to peel that back and say, what, what's causing that distortion? What's causing that distortion is usually tried many things and maybe lose a little weight and then gain it back or it doesn't fit our lifestyle. We're trying to force a square peg and round hole kind of thing. I see a lot of times where these fad diets get real popular and it just doesn't fit the client's life and they're trying really hard to make it work because their friend or the family member lost weight on this particular diet. So they they have evidence. They see their friend or their family member and they're like, oh, it's working for such and such. So why doesn't it work for me? And then it doesn't work for them because it doesn't fit their lifestyle and then they feel like they're a failure. And then they revert back to the nothing works for me, um, blaming themselves, being upset. 
and having the distortion. When really we go back and say, I'm aware this is a distortion. This isn't an actual fact. This is based off my history and I get frustrated and things don't work out on the past. But can I think of a time when I did successfully lose weight? Was there ever a time when I did successfully lose weight and I felt good about it? And what was different? What was happening in my world at that point? And maybe it was, you know, you were pre-kids, pre-marriage, pre-working 40 plus hour week. And life was very different, or maybe it was similar. But becoming your own detective in your thoughts and figuring out why do I have this belief or this distortion? Where did it come from? Becoming aware. And then uh, the second part I'd like to do is a reframing. So the reframing on... I've tried everything, nothing works, I can't lose weight, would be, well, I have tried some things and they haven't been the right fit for me, but I bet there's something out there that will work with my life and will get me to my goal if I just keep educating myself and keep learning more. And maybe I hire a health coach or a personal trainer, somebody who's a specialist in this area and and work one-on-one and have some accountability and or buddy up with a friend and and tackle it from a fresh lens, new perspective, and from a positive mindset. Because a lot of these distortions, pretty much all of them, are from a negative mindset where it's, it's coming from a place of negativity and most of the time negativity is not going to be helpful to us, to move us in the direction we want to go. So if we can reframe it and then put a positive spin on it, well, I haven't found something that works for me yet, but I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep at it and I'm going to find what works for me and my lifestyle and get me to my goals and I'm going to feel good about myself because I'm not giving up and I'm keeping at it and I'm going to keep trying and What works for me might not work for the next year. What worked for my friend, that's great. My friend has success with XYZ diet. But I'm going to find what works for me. And I'm going to do my thing and my lifestyle changes that are going to get me to my goals. And the important thing with all of this is remember, we're all different. So we look over and see somebody doing something and then we have these distortions about it. It's because they're not you, you're you. So nobody, no two people are exactly the same. And we're quick to take what's in our head and make a lot of assumptions about assuming we know, we know everything all the time. But in a lot of times, we, we don't have all the information. It's rare for us to have every ounce of information about a subject. I'm learning every day in the world that I'm a specialist in. I love learning about behavior change and healthy living and just how I can help clients move in the direction better, faster, stronger towards their health goals. 
and and even my own health goals. I don't do things perfectly. Sometimes I will eat something that I makes me feel not great. And I'm like, oh, you knew that wasn't going to make you feel good. And then I start to evaluate what caused you to go for that? What what happened there? Because I'll get into the the beating myself up and the the blame and the cognitive distortion with the, you're a health coach. There's me labeling myself. You know better. So but I will analyze what led me to make that decision. What caused that? And then I also think about my clients knowing if I struggle, surely others struggle too. Because I have a lot of knowledge in this area, but I'm constantly learning and constantly um, evolving and growing. And I will continue to find more resources that will be helpful to me and others. But back to the cognitive distortions. If we can flip the script, first become aware when you're labeling someone or something, you're overgeneralizing, it's all or nothing, you're jumping to conclusions, you're blaming, you're making something a catastrophe that, you know, isn't the end of the world. And, and taking a moment to think and reflect on it. All right, I'm having this thought. Why am I having this thought? What's causing me to have this thought? Where did this thought come from? Did somebody teach me this? Was this something I experienced in my own world that I've drawn conclusions? Um, am I just tired, hungry, irritable? Was it a you know rough day at work? And and piecing that together, and then how can I look at this in a different way? And this is can be a fun challenge. How can I look at this in a different way? So today it's been raining all day. All day raining. And I'm like, ugh, it's raining all day. I can flip that and say, I am so grateful that I have my fitness studio. It's bone dry in here. Heat, air conditioner. Keep it very comfortable. I am so grateful that I have an indoor facility. So when it's raining outside, clients can come in here and work out and be dry. So there's always another way to look at some, or if I just want to keep it specifically on rain, well, it's springtime. It rains in the spring. And rain's helpful for the plants and the crops and the things to grow. So there's only rainbows after rain, right? There's always another way you can flip something and look at it with a different lens. Uh, I'm not sure if this second or third example, but writing in a journal, if you're really just stewing on something and you just cannot let it go. Like, like uh, I'm trying to look at this from a different perspective. I'm trying to get positive, but I just can't, Amanda. Like I am down in a hole and I'm not getting positive on this. Just get a piece of paper, get a journal, and just write it all out. Write it all out, get it all out, and then, and then read it. And then maybe you burn it, tear it up. But I have found if you just write all your emotions, all the things, get them out on paper, that alone will make you feel better. And maybe even as a bonus, you go for a walk outside afterwards because write it all out, get it all out of you. 
or vent to a close family member. If I get it all out, but preferably write it down so you're not venting to someone and unloading on them unless they encourage it. And then go for a walk outside in nature. Get some fresh air. Look around. Oh, the, the birds are singing. The trees are getting really green. And all oh, the flowers are blooming. Oh, this fresh, crisp air feels great in my lungs. I need some nice, fresh air. Oh, I'm building my immune system. If you guys read my walking blog the other day, you'll see all the amazing ways that walking helps your immune system and your overall health but that's kind of a tangent. I went on there just for a minute. But something like that can be super helpful when you're just stewing, stewing, stewing. You just can't let something go. Write it down, walk it out, and see if that doesn't help. And um, try not to go at someone when you're in a dark place or an angry place. Deep breaths, also very helpful. Breathe in deep, hold it, breathe out, breathe all the air out, like empty your body of the air and then take a deep breath in, hold it for a few seconds and then release all the air out. That really helps too. It'll help you calm down. If you're stressed, anxious, deep breaths. It really, we've heard about it. It really is a thing, but the breathing out is super helpful. So breathe all the air out that tells your brain like we're breathing out, we are okay. We're still breathing, we're okay. She's breathing all her oxygen out. I think we're fine, we're gonna be okay. So that can be super helpful. And what else? Positive things you enjoy. So listen to your favorite music. Watch something funny. If you have like a comedian you love or some YouTube thing or something that sparks joy or makes you laugh or maybe you have a friend or a pet or something that just cracks you up. But find a source of joy for you. You know what brings you joy. Don't go down a rabbit hole of things that piss you off and irritate you. Go down the rabbit hole of things that spark joy and get you laughing and make you feel better. And... Do more of that and less or none of the things that make you feel icky. And that can be really helpful. And just work on this. Know that this is a forever thing. So don't feel feel like, okay, I listened to Amanda's podcast. All right, I need to recognize my cognitive distortion, reframe and then get positive and then go about my healthy living. It's not that easy. It's something that continually needs course correcting and tweaking. It's like bathing. You have to just keep doing it, keep working at it. I'm someone who gets frustrated with having to work on something for like a lifetime. And I have come to terms with this will be a lifetime thing. There's always going to be new information coming out. There's always going to be things that trigger me for who knows what reason. Maybe I didn't sleep well or maybe I'm hangry. And just trying to do better the next time. Taking that awareness. Oh, I'm not proud I did that. But I recognize I'm not proud I did that. And I can learn from that. And I can move forward and try harder next time. 
And next time if I screw up again, oh, oh, still screwing up. All right, what can I learn from this time? All right, course correct, different strategy. Don't do the definition of insanity. Don't keep doing the same thing, expecting different results. So different strategy, or maybe just tweak it a hair and, and then go about it. And that can really help. But the first thing is just becoming aware that we, we all have a lot of cognitive distortions. And it's okay. It happens. We recognize it. And we decide how can we be better? How can we do better? Because the more positive and the better you feel, the better you're going to show up for others. And it's going to spread. And that's going to be very helpful to your overall health and well-being and also to the people in your uh in your world so do the best you can love yourself treat yourself well good pep talks to yourself reframe it's a nice little challenge how can i reframe this look at it from a different lens uh we always hear the glass half empty half full that's a that's a great one to look at glass half full it's half full, okay? So there's always good in the world. There's lots of good people. There's lots of good things out there. So focus on the good and keep learning, keep striving. You guys are doing amazing, and I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much for joining me today on the topic of cognitive distortions. If you enjoyed this one and want to hear more, check back. I got lots of topics I've covered so far. And I appreciate all your feedback. So please let me know what you think or what you'd like to hear in the future. I really am grateful you're here and I wish you all the best. Until next time.